Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 22nd of November. At least 160 people, many of them believed to be children, have been killed and hundreds more injured after a major earthquake hit Indonesia. The magnitude 5.6 quake in West Java destroyed many buildings and homes as a desperate search for any survivors in the rubble continues. Around 25 aftershocks have also been recorded after the initial earthquake. Back home now and two primary school students have spent the night in hospital suffering serious burns after a science experiment went horribly wrong at a Sydney school. 11 students and their teachers were injured at Manly West Public yesterday when strong winds reportedly blew chemicals towards them. Our reporter Michaela Savage has the details from Sydney. Yeah, that's right, Tash. Sydney saw some pretty strong winds of more than 80 k's an hour yesterday, and it's believed one of those strong gusts turned what was supposed to be a fun science experiment into a dangerous one on the northern beaches. One girl from the U5 class had to be airlifted to Westmead Hospital. Another was driven there by ambulance, both with multiple serious burns to their upper bodies, while nine students and one adult have been taken to other facilities with superficial burns. Generally to the upper body, the chest, the face uh, were the particularly serious ones. Uh, some of the other children had various minor burns to their, their chest, lower abdomen, legs. New South Wales Ambulance Acting Superintendent Bill Templeman there while this student from the school told media, it gave them all a bit of a fright. I heard that people were saying, oh my God, the teacher's on fire. And yeah, it was kind of scary. Education Minister Sarah Mitchell says she's spoken with staff at the school and will ensure whatever resources the community needs in the coming days are provided. Safe Work New South Wales has been notified while police and the Department of Education are investigating the incident. Meantime, the wild weather is expected to continue across the country today after destructive winds swept across much of the east coast overnight. Parts of Victoria's southeast were hit by gusts of up to 130 k's an hour, as well as some hail. This resident in Yarra Junction telling Channel 7 a 50-metre high tree hit his house, narrowly missing his family in the lounge room. And sort of clipped the lounge room, which is on the other side. So that's where we were sitting in the lounge room watching telly. And yeah, it's just like an explosion, so bang. Dangerous winds also hit parts of Sydney, causing major delays and cancellations at the airport. While in South Australia, the Premier will visit flood-impacted areas today as some towns prepare for local rivers to peak. Temperatures have also plummeted in many parts of the southeast of the country, with snow even falling in some regions. National business groups are pleading with the federal government to give their controversial industrial relations bill a second look. A parliamentary inquiry will today offer recommendations. The Labor government keen to get the bill passed in the Senate before the Christmas break. Anthony Albanese says they're not going to give up. We know there are always those who say that any improvement in workers' pay, any improvement in the status quo, will see the sky fall in. They say it every time. And they are wrong every time. But Andrew McKellar from the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry says the bill covers too much and should be split. Those that deal with issues of uh, gender pay uh, equity, addressing pay in, in the low paid sectors, then um, those things uh, could go through quite quickly. But uh, it's other areas around uh, multi-employer bargaining that we have real problems with. 
While unions are expected to launch a national push for menstrual and menopause leave today, calling for a scheme similar to the domestic violence leave package. A scathing final report into Queensland police culture has been released. It's revealed shocking levels of sexual harassment and sexism and mistreatment of victims of domestic violence. The state's Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk says while it doesn't represent the whole police force, the findings are confronting. This report rips the band-aid off and says there are some deep-seated cultural issues about the way in which some members of the police service interact with First Nations people, with people from uh, multicultural backgrounds and how they interact with women. In response, the Queensland government has announced $100 million to reform the force by employing more staff to support domestic violence victims and appoint a First Nations commissioner. Staying in Queensland, and a man has died after being shot by police during an incident in the regional Queensland city of Mackay. It saw several streets placed under an emergency declaration while officers negotiated with the man. Our reporter, Lachlan Itter, has the details from our local newsroom morning, Tash. Police were called to a welfare check on Bridge Road in West Mackay around 2.30 yesterday afternoon to reports the man was threatening self-harm. A number of roads in the suburb were closed with locals told to avoid the area and remain indoors while negotiators were brought in. It's claimed officers were later confronted by the man who was armed with a gun. Police say he advanced towards officers and was shot just after 5pm. He was taken to the nearby hospital where he died. The Ethical Standards Command and Crime and Corruption Commission is overseeing the the investigation and if you are in need of support you can call lifeline on 13 11 14 now for the latest in business and finance news we're joined this morning by scott phillips from the motley full scott good morning hate to start with some bad news but this certainly doesn't look good for the many mortgage holders across the country with goldman sachs predicting the rba will or possibly could increase the official cash rate to 4.1 percent Tash, good morning. Yeah, it's not a pretty number, is it? Look, there's a massive, massive range of forecasts for the interest rates over the next 12 months. That's because no one really knows what's happening to the economy. Some banks say it's only going to be 3.1%, which would be an increase of a quarter of a point and then nothing more. Uh, unfortunately, Goldman Sachs expecting one full percentage point more than that. They're piling on the pain, saying they expect house prices to fall between 15 to 20% as a result. If there is some good news, and there's got to be some, uh, Goldman Sachs is saying they don't expect it to wreck the economy. They think the RBA can actually engineer a soft landing here, and it does come down to unemployment. If they can manage that, if we could absorb those house price falls, they say most people, and it's true, most people have enough equity to allow for that and still be in positive territory. It shouldn't necessarily wreck the economy, but as I said, they do recognise there's a very, very narrow path here for the RBA to tread. I think for everybody paying a mortgage, we hope I think Goldman Sachs is wrong. Uh, CBN and others saying 3.1% would be much, much better, uh, but we're going to have to wait and see. And Scott, we know so many Australians have lost so much during the recent natural disasters, including those devastating floods that hit many parts of the country. And now insurer QBE says it's going to face a $100 million bill from these recent catastrophes. It's astonishing, isn't it? Look, no one's feeling sorry for insurance companies, and fair enough too, but as you say, it does put a number on it, uh, the amount they're going to have to pay out, because as you say, it's seemed like just natural disaster after natural disaster over the past year or so, $100 million. That's just for one insurer, by the way. QBE is big, uh, but not the biggest, and certainly not the only one paying these sort of bills. So we can probably, I don't know, maybe triple it, maybe even quadruple that in terms of the total cost of these natural disasters for insurers. Unfortunately, it also means that those of us paying insurance premiums are probably going to be looking to pay higher prices next year again 
after doing the same this year as this continues to roll on. We really could do with a break, but as I said, uh, it's a big deal. Uh, but for the people who've lost everything or, or a lot during the floods, it's obviously they're the ones doing it toughest. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Scott. Thanks, Tash. Time for Sport Now with Josh Conway. Josh, good morning. David Warner could be back captaining a side on Australian soil as soon as this summer. He could be, Tash, and good morning to you. Cricket Australia yesterday tweaked its code of conduct to allow long-term sanctions like Warner's lifetime leadership ban to be reviewed on appeal. And Warner says he's likely to take up the opportunity at some stage before the year is out and could even captain the Sydney Thunder in the Big Bash this season. Of course, the batter was handed his ban back in 2018, you remember, following the sandpaper scandal. But he now says he's happy to have the chance to put his case forward once again. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm not a criminal. You should get a right of an appeal. I understand that they put a ban in place, but banning someone for life, I think, is a bit harsh. It's just an opportunity to come out and actually show that I've actually, I'm remorseful. Very much a watch this space, Tash. The Aussies, too, are in action later today in their final one day against England at the MCG. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. And a Socceroos icon thinks we can cause a major boil over in the World Cup tomorrow. It will be a tough test against reigning champions France tomorrow morning, but John Aloisi, the man who scored the famous penalty to send us to the 2006 World Cup, says we can beat the French, who will be without World Player of the Year Karim Benzema. And Socceroos coach Graham Arnold has just spoken this morning and he says they are dreaming big. That's our job to go out there tomorrow and, and show them who we are as a nation and show those, the players have the stage. It's their stage. And this is a, an opportunity in life that can change their life even more. In this morning's World Cup action, Tash, the Netherlands defeated Senegal 2-0 while England thumped Iran 6-2. Main crosses. Oh, they're ripping Iran apart. Sterling. England are sending a message here. England's third goal thanks to SBS there. And this World Cup hasn't been without controversy in Qatar. Another one has emerged overnight with FIFA banning One Love captaincy armbands that were in support of LGBTQ communities in the host nation that up to seven European countries planned on wearing. England captain Harry Kane this morning instead donning a no discrimination armband. And finally, Tash, Angus Crichton will appeal his two-match ban to be available for the Roosters opening fortnight of the 2023 NRL season later this week, he was cited in the Kangaroos World Cup triumph for Australia Elbow. Josh, thanks so much. And it seems we could be living on the moon earlier than expected. It comes as NASA's Orion program saw its first mission hit the moon's lunar orbit overnight. Brad Tucker from ANU says there's several projects in the work at NASA focusing on making a moon base possible. There is a space station being designed and built for the moon for 2027, just as we have the International Space Station around the Earth. We will have a space station around the moon that can house four astronauts at a time for a few months. So there you go. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Please stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.